Hello and welcome to Driven for Purpose. I'm your host, Amanda Bickham, an evolutionary lifestyle coach helping guide you towards deeper states of transformation, providing you with tips, tools, and resources to support you every step of the way. Thank you for joining and enjoy the show. good to be back. I am really excited to just hop on in with this podcast. Mm. It was a beautiful evening here in Ubud. Um, Typically Ubud has like very similar things that everybody does every week. It's the same dances, the same restaurants, the same happy hours. It's like a very kind of I don't want to say mundane because no day in Ubud is mundane. However, it's very typical Ubud. Um, And tonight there was something special that a friend of mine produced. And it was like this live interactive um, theater, not even a theater, like a performance and very very cool it's in the realm of contact dance and the reason why I'm telling you this is because I was riding home on my scooter and I just got done with a date and I'm feeling super full super grateful super and when I say full I mean not like full from dinner full but like full as in grateful and satisfied and fulfilled and I'm riding home on my scooter and thinking about how I just had this super epic date with a dear friend of mine and it came to me how restricted if I was following the normal monogamous style of living how many things I wouldn't be able to do because of fear and control-based, oftentimes, monogamism. Monogamism? (laughs) Monogamy. (laughs) And so I wanted to title this episode, like, three things I could not do if I was in a monogamous relationship. And, of course, there are different types and different styles of monogamous containers And I feel like in general, if you're following like the atypical normative monogamy style of showing up in relationships, these three things could probably apply to most of you. And the first one is going on a date with a friend, a male friend of the opposite sex, whom you have connected with on some sort of a level so um, there is there is present or the possibility to be present eros or erotic energy and you know for instance this evening instead of inviting instead of asking my partner to go out on this date um, I knew that what I wanted to do is probably not going to be you know sprouts like fuck yes However, one of my friends who I love and I've connected with, like, we're just really good friends and we've made out a couple times, right? He came to one of our temple nights and, 
he's a good friend of mine. Um, I hadn't hung out with him in a while, and I'm like, dude, I know that he would be super open to wanting to do this thing, and I know that Sprout is really focused on doing a lot of work stuff. He's just really inspired by it. So if I were to invite Sprout to this thing, or if I were to invite my other friend to this thing, like, who would enjoy it more? And I knew that my friend would enjoy it. So anyways, we go to this beautiful performance and it's super amazing and we're like holding hands and cuddling on the couch and feels so good and so nourishing and no piece of me, no piece of my body felt guilt or fear or like I shouldn't be doing something. It was it was both sensual and platonic at times and just incredibly deep and and powerful for me to be able to go on this date with this brother of mine who I just feel so open and cute and cozy and cuddly with almost like first date kind of vibes right and then after the um after the evening we ended up going on a dinner date and we went to a super cute schmancy again like kind of like first date kind of vibes wine bar jazz um you know live jazz music ordered some tapas and hung out and talked and cuddled on the couch and it was so amazing and so nourishing and so fulfilling and I was just really feeling how grateful I am that I am no longer in a traditional monogamous type of container because there is no way I would have on a Saturday night been able to go out with another man and do date night things without my 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 partner flipping the fuck out. And I'm so grateful at the amount of personal and relationship evolution that I have gone on so that I can go out and have these super fulfilling experience. Doesn't change how I feel about my partner. Doesn't mean I didn't think about my partner. Doesn't mean that I, you know, I have no guilt at all. And I know that my partner was living in alignment with what he would rather be doing. So that's the first thing. Second thing that I would never be able to do if I was in a typical monogamous relationship. I have a really beautiful brother, friend, soul brother of mine whom I have had some really beautiful intimate connections with, even some sexual connections with. It's been very open that um, there's attraction on both of our parts. It's been very open. He's one of, he's my partner's good friend um, they were friends before him and I ever connected and, um, there is an erotic connection. There is a very sexual connection between me and this beautiful brother whom I appreciate and adore so much. And one night, um, Sprout had left to go to Chenggu, which is another town here in Bali. And... I really wanted cuddles. I was feeling, yeah, I just was feeling cozy and cuddly and just really wanted some connection. And so I called my friend Juan over and I'm like, hey, you want to like have food and cuddle and do some hape? And we ended up, you know, he, he came over, we ate some food and then we ended up just passing out. Like we were holding each other, cuddling on the bed and we ended up just passing out. Well, Sprout decided to come home. And so he comes home around 11 o'clock 
and he finds me and our mutual friend in our bed. Now we were on the we were on we were in 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 the bed. We were on the bed, and this is our bed. This is like Sprout and I's bed. And if that were to happen in any of my previous monogamous relationships, I would have been going behind someone's back. I would have been doing something terribly wrong. There probably would have been yelling and screaming and cussing and anger and so much craziness happening in the space. But instead, Sprout came upstairs, saw us cuddling, just observed and went back downstairs and then went to go to bed. This partner and I were just super passed out. And then we kind of slightly woke up and we started cuddling and making little like mm, mm, noises. And Sprout ended up in his perception was hearing moaning. Now, mind you, I am in an open relationship. I don't have, we don't have a lot of rules and agreements around how we want to show up or what how we feel each other should or should not move. We have some of them, but I, I am able to do what I want, how I want. And, you know, Sprout comes upstairs because his perception was that there was moaning going on. So he's like, whoa, this is causing lots of contraction in my experience. I need to go upstairs and closer to this so I can really face what my contraction and what my story is. And so he comes up here and he just, again, sees us cuddling. And at this point, I hear, like, I felt somebody in the sphere. I was kind of in a halfway sleep, and I felt someone in the sphere. And I see Sprout just standing there staring. And again, because I wasn't out of alignment, because I wasn't out of integrity, because I didn't do anything wrong, I wasn't hiding, I wasn't sneaking around, I wasn't breaking trust, I wasn't doing anything that I, quote, shouldn't be doing based upon some monogamous structure, which I had been positioned into or unconsciously chose previously, I was like, hey, come cuddle. And in that moment, you know, Sprout needed to go downstairs and just breathe and just allow himself to process his nervous system, just responding. There was nothing wrong. There was nothing wrong with the situation. Juan came downstairs, gave, you know, gave Sprout a kiss. was like, all right, like, I'm going to go to bed now, you know, and everything was fine. But if I were to be cuddling with another man in our bed in a not monogamous container, chances are that shit would have been hell for everyone involved. Third thing that I felt into um, in a traditional monogamous relationship that I would not be able to do is in a week, I'm going to Copangan. And Copangan is an island in Thailand, for those of you who don't know. And I decided that I needed to go to Copenhagen and I really just wanted to go on my own. I have been feeling really grateful and blessed and appreciative for being in Bali. And also like some of my feminine, my creativity has been slightly stifled with just a lot of different variables and moving pieces. And Sprout and I are building a really, really beautiful platform to support all of you guys who are interested in learning more about yourself, more about your bodies, more about honoring and worshiping yourselves and better sex and deeper relationships and all of that good stuff. We we have an online platform that we have built and are continuing to build out. It's called instituteofintegratedintimacy.com. And 
Sprouts Aliveness. He's an automation engineer and also, you know, has been working, doing Tantra and BDSM and workshops around sexuality for the past four years. But his, what he went to school for was automation. And so doing all this computer stuff is something that he is super stoked about. Me, that shit contracts me. I want to be on video. I want to be sharing. I want to be connecting with people. I want to be hosting events and workshops. And lately I've been felt by just the nature of where we're at in this beautiful creative project is that Sprout wants to work a lot. This is where he's at. This is what brings him to life. This is what he's really excited about and passionate about. And me, I'm feeling way too overwhelmed with all of these little things. I'm feeling like my creativity wants to expand. And so I decided I'm going to go to Copenhagen. It's time for a visa run and I want to go to Copenhagen and I want to be I want to be gone for a month. You know, I'm probably I mean, I might come back to it before, but I want to be gone for a month. And Sprout and I, in our agreement, you know, in our conversation is like, look, do what you want. Have fun. If I'm here, if I'm not here, I I don't need to know about it. I don't really need, I mean, if you want to tell me something, you're more than welcome to tell me. But like, as far as what you do or who you do it with or who you meet or who you connect with or who you don't connect with, I don't need to know because ultimately it doesn't affect me. If you have a beautiful experience with someone and it's something that you want to continue to deepen into then it will affect me and and that's something that I should know about. But if you just find someone or connect with someone or have a makeout with someone or even like have a sexual encounter with someone and it's deep, but let's say this person is just traveling through or you just know that you guys are on different places, you know, like this is, it doesn't really affect me, especially because I'm not here and I'm not having to be sad because you're going on a date with another woman. That happens too, but like this is totally different. So me being able to go to another island for a month and just totally be in my feminine and allow myself to experience whatever wants to come through in that experience would not be something I would be able to do in a monogamous container that is based on traditional standards. And these are just three things that create a beautiful opportunity for me to continue to expand and to be free while still being in a deeply committed, loving, romantic relationship where none of these experiences take away from the depth and the love and the intimacy and the connection I feel with my partner. None of these experiences make me feel any less than deeply in love with my partner. In fact, they even make me feel more connected because I have freedom to still be me and to still go out and to still feel fulfilled. I'm also not looking for this partner to be my everything. It's a lot of pressure that we put on our relationships for our partners to be our lovers, our best friends, our confidants, our wives or our, you know, fathers, mothers of our children, whatever it is. And Previously, when we used to have whole communities who would support us physically, mentally, emotionally, romantically, spiritually, now we often rely on one person. And this has been a flaw that I have seen and felt in our current dynamic of monogamous containers for a really long time. I feel so incredibly grateful that I have the freedom to be able to move in the way that is in alignment and integrity and expansive for both myself and when I know that something's expansive for me as long as I'm in alignment it's also expansive for my partner and 
I've come so far in terms of relationship. A lot of it comes to owning, owning my pleasure, owning that I'm worthy, owning that I'm worthy of pleasure, owning that there's something else beyond what I've been taught to believe is true as possible. Owning the fact that I can be met, that I can create a relationship that fits the way that I see something fitting, the way that I feel something can align, holding that vision, holding that clarity, holding that point, and just waiting for something to show up to meet me. And whenever something came around that was close, thank you, but that's not exactly what I'm looking for. I believe in this style of relationship. I believe that this is possible. You know, Sprout and I, we don't go out. We don't, we're not in a polyamorous relationship so we can fuck whoever and whatever, whenever. We're very respectful of each other's hearts. We're very respectful of each other's well-being. And it's because I found someone who is so deeply in alignment and in tune. I feel that he creates more freedom for himself and I get to create more freedom for me and in that we get to fall even more deeply in love and in trust with one another seeing each other as individuals as people rather than our projections of what we think each other should be and this is why I support people in understanding owning and claiming their worth and developing relationships by by design I see so many women out there who want something And yet they settle for something that's close but not quite what they want. And then they end up being disappointed in the long run. And, you know, it works both ways. It's not just women. It's uh, it's also men in different facets. But I wanted to share this video because, or this podcast rather, because I feel like these are some really good opportunities for you to feel into what I've shared and to feel into if this is some sort of a reality that you would want to create. If it would feel expansive for you to still have friends and to go out on dates whether they be platonic or or romantic or whatever and not feel guilty or ashamed or bad and know that it doesn't have anything to do with your partner and notice if like what stories are you having and what contractions are you having around these potential ideas oh my god I could never do that I don't know how you do that is that a story that's happening in your head and nothing and no part of anything is wrong or bad it's just an opportunity for you to feel deeper into what's your highest truth what's your highest alignment what feels most alive for you and what is it you're ready to stand for and what is it you're ready to get clear on and call in so that you can call or magnetize a relationship that is in vibrational alignment so that it can meet you this is my invitation for you and if you're interested in doing some one-on-one work I've just got some spaces opening up in my calendar in about mid-March so if this is something that you're like yes I'm ready to call in a divine partnership that fully supports me what do I need to do in order to get there or if you're in a relationship and you're like look I'm struggling there are some pieces that aren't really fully adding up and we've created these agreements and I'm no longer feeling that this aligns with me but I don't know how to communicate with it that's also available as well so Feel free to reach out, connect with me. You can reach out to me directly at amandabickham.com. You can find a little contact form there or um, 
my Instagram as well. You can check that handle out, Madame Bickham. I currently have a beautiful assistant supporting me there. She can put you in contact with my schedule and we can hop on a call. So thank you so much for joining, for being a part of this community. If you have any questions, feel free to ask right away. Be sure to leave a review if you haven't yet already. Also check out my latest content platform, my YouTube channel. You can YouTube Amanda Bickham Feminine Embodiment and you should find new episodes happening every week. I've got all kinds of things on Tantra and sexuality and orgasms and relationships and embodiment and you name it. So check out that and I look forward to connecting with you next time. Adios. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Driven for Purpose. I cannot tell you how much your support means. If you found this content helpful in any way, shape, or form, I would love it if you share this with your friends and family. If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content, and together we can support one another to continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week.